BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back to the War Room, everybody. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. Follow me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports. Joined by CK at C-O-P-I-E-P-S on the Twitter machine. We are back, and we are going to be talking about some Senior Bowl rosters, some Shrine Game. Is it Shrine Game or Shrine Bowl? CK, I can't remember. Shrine Game. They took the bowl away. No I more. I believe bowl. they took the bowl away. They moved yep. it to Vegas and they switched everything up. That's right. Uh, which is weird. You'd think it'd be a bowl in Vegas, but it is not. And uh, that game is on Thursday. The uh, Thursday next Thursday, correct? Yep. Yes. Practice starts. So, practice starts this week. Yeah. I don't know Tuesday. why they start on a like a Friday, but it's very strange. Yeah. yeah. I guess just to give them a full week or whatever. Uh, but we have yeah, Shrine game practices starting on Friday, and then uh, Senior Bowl. Practices starting starting on Tuesday, at least for the public. So we got a lot of that stuff coming up. Uh, CK is going to go through the rosters, tell us who he is most excited to hear about. And if you guys haven't followed the Shrine game or the Senior Bowl before, the game is fun. It's fine, but we don't really care about the game because all these guys, you have a week to come together to blend. Like if someone looks good, we'll point it out. Someone looks terrible, we'll point it out for sure. But the practice notes and who is holding their own in practice, who is impressive in practice, who is good in interviews, uh, who is making a good impression with everyone over the week. Malik Willis, this was huge for him. Uh, you know, didn't Kenny save Pickett. his draft stock. Kenny Pickett also uh, very big for him. So there was a lot of uh, big time performers in the game last year. And make no mistake about it, this is the biggest way for these guys to move their stock up is to be impressive in front of actual NFL coaches and evaluators and uh, just be impressive throughout the week. So it doesn't always work. Amir Abdullah was one of the best ever uh, senior bowl week. And, you know, I mean, he's still in the league, which is, you know, uh, great uh, for him, but didn't turn into the star that I thought he was going to uh, for sure. He, he had the, like that first game for him. You remember the first game uh, was against the Chargers. I think I remember he was on the Lions. I don't remember the first game, but I remember a, the people were super hyped for him. Dude, he put this move on their safety. I can't remember who it was, but he scored on it and I was losing it. I think it was his only touchdown of the year, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think he got hurt after that or whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so look, uh, we can be duped here, but um, a lot of guys make noise. A lot of guys make noise here. And even it's a guys five day that, job interview, right? That's what it is. It's a five day exactly. job interview for these guys. You got to show up. You got to act like a professional. Now is you've, you've got all these people watching you act like a professional, go out and show what you can do. Who was the clown that got kicked out of the combine? Because it's like, you know, this is a, this is an extended interview. Like you said, for five days for uh, guys that did everything right. Pretty much. You know, you have to, 
you don't just get an invite uh, to the senior bowl. You have to do uh, you have to do a lot right to get there. I can't, but I cannot remember. Someone got kicked out of the combine last year for fighting. It. And in hindsight, oh man, it makes all the sense in the world. It was Reuben Foster. Oh, who has oh had, wow. Yeah. Who has had the, the uh, very tough NFL. Couple issues off the here. field yeah. with yep. old same, Ruben. Same stuff, so though. it shows up, man. God, I thought someone got booted last year too. I might Ooh, be mistaken. I could but, be right. Um, I remember that there was a lot of talk about Carson Strong showing up and just kind of like kicking back and relaxing and almost like I think there was talk of him putting his feet up on the tables in interviews. And you're like, well, <laughs> that's probably not a the best too thing relaxed. to do. And then yeah. he didn't get drafted, right? So yeah. <laughs> treat it like a job, man. Treat it like a job. You're getting exactly. paid now. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, th these events are awesome. Really excited about them. We're going to have a lot of coverage for you uh, next week on them. And then uh, we're going to start with some team needs. We're going to start in the NFC East, which is, you know, we still got uh, an NFC East team alive here in Philly, of course. But, uh, you know, Philly, when you look at Philly, they don't have a lot of needs. But so what are going to go this last weekend's games? Oh, I mean, they were uh, not as good as the previous weekend. I know that. I was upset that Cincy won. Everybody knows that. I was upset that Patrick Mahomes got hurt because Cincy has a better chance to get past them, even though they've already beat them. Uh, Joe Burrow is 3-0 against Patrick Mahomes in his career, uh, which is just crazy to think about. Uh, Philly just demolished the Giants. The Giants were done after they beat the Vikings. Like, that was mm -hmm. over. And then uh, the Niners game was was good as well. I mean, you know, it was – there was no winners there, uh, I, I thought, but uh, – the Niners came away with it. So it's like, I don't hate the Niners, but I don't want them to tie the Steelers in Super Bowls. So I'll be rooting for Philly, and I hate the Bengals. So uh, KC Philly Super Bowl is what I'm hoping for, which means we'll probably get Cincy San Francisco, in which case I will be rooting for San Francisco to tie the Steelers. I can't root for the Bengals. Cannot do it. So Cincy uh, looks really good, man. They, they It still comes down to that O-line, though, right? We've talked about it before on here. Can they can they hold up against they Chris Jones? They were so company? good against Buffalo. They, they really, really were. Good. Might snow. have been addition by subtraction with Jonah Williams going down. Good it Lord, they look be great. Much worse. Couldn't have been much worse. And then, yeah, the Niners, Niners defense really, really gave Dak some fits. And then sucks for Tony Pollard getting injured there. We'll Oof. talk about him, but that sucked for them. That that really took the sales out of any hope. I think the Cowboys really had in that game. I know they kept it relatively close for a while, but it felt like they could not run the ball and they put so much effort pressure on deck and he just could not move the ball with it and so they're gonna have a problem man like you said we're gonna talk about it in a little bit but it is you're not saving enough to cut zeke this year and i don't know how you get pollard back with the cap that they have so and the other needs that they have so we'll see how it goes i mean the cowboys might be a possibility for Bijan because zeke looked terrible uh so uh, that's a possibility as well. But uh, let's dive into it. Uh, like, uh, before we start here, I do want to tell you guys about our Patreon, patreon.com slash ITL Army. We got group me rooms, uh, rankings, all kinds of great stuff for you over there. So please check that out if you would. But um, CK, run us through these rosters uh, for the Senior Bowl and Shrine game. And of course, these are, they're, they're pretty much, they're set, but I don't think these rosters are ever set in stone. A guy gets hurt, they'll call someone up from another game to replace him. So um, you know, sometimes things happen and these rosters change, but this is what we got. We're close enough to it to announce rosters. So, uh, who do we got in the senior bowl and who do you want to see? And let's start a quarterback. Sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 seven as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering, real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more want the edge. Then get on the grid sportsgrid.com. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. What is this? It's in this league. What? How can we be expected to teach Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh to learn how to read if they can't even fit inside the building? In this league. It has to be at least three times bigger than this. Really? Yeah, so this, this weekend actually is the NFL PA Bowl if you wanted to watch another All-Star game. but And then some of those guys, if they have a really good week, I know like Darnell Mooney went there a few years ago, and then they do get called up to the Senior Bowl or the Shrine game, but... Uh, quarterback at the Senior Bowl, there are six. The big one who's not there, well, there's two. Stetson Bennett, I think we all kind of expected to be there and is not. And Will Levis, Josh Allen came and really dominated, pushed his stock up. Will Levis, the question was, is he going to come? Is he not going to come? He is not. So there are six quarterbacks. Only five will play. Clayton Toon, Jay Kaner, Max Duggan, Jaron Hall. We've talked about them before. Tyson Badgett we talked about before. I want to see Tyson Badgett. That is the most yards ever at any level from can't find any video Shepherd. on him can it you? is so hard to find any video on him we'll get to see him against some <laughs> some higher level talent and see if he's if he's really got this because i think you know if you watch this the film what you can't find he looks unbelievable but now we'll see some <laughs> some more difficult competition and then hendon hooker's there he will not Just play he's still recovering yeah. but it's it's an interview guy right he's gonna get a chance to talk to these guys we said this is six days for him to talk to nfl executives and show as a 26-year-old, right, this should be a guy who can step up and and truly act like a professional. And I think he can still get picked pretty early then. Yeah, I, he definitely could. Uh, and, you know, I, I would love to see him in Philly backing up Jalen mm-hmm. and learning from him and then maybe getting a job after that. So um, Hooker definitely going to have a job at the NFL. But like you said, I mean, the kid we really want to see is badging. You know, uh, we, we want to see what he's got compared to, you know, against – Defenses that are going to be tougher, one-on-ones that are going to be tougher. You got to fit in into tighter windows, things like that. So uh, to see how if he holds his own and how he interviews and all that good stuff. Uh, how about for running backs? Because you know, I don't know. It feels like to me, running backs, edge rushers. Um, I mean, really, anyone can separate themselves. But the running backs and wide receivers and edge rushers are the the biggest ones to me that separate themselves from the pack here. I would say that, and I'd probably throw in cornerbacks to that list. Those ones that get a chance to do the one-on-one reps that you can see them in a run-on-run drill, and what can you do? So we've talked about Chris Rodriguez before. He will be there. Roshan Johnson, your guy, is going to be there. Chase Brown. Yes, he will. Chase Brown, Eric Gray, Tajay Spears. We've talked about all those guys. I really like Tajay Spears. Some players we – I don't know if we've ever mentioned them before. So Cameron Peoples, Appalachian State. Appalachian State runs a couple of different running backs. They had him and Nate Noel. He is – a power running option. Now I'm not really sure. I know that Jim Nagy, who puts out the invites, talks to a lot of NFL players, like NFL executives to see who they want to be there. He's an awesome pass blocker. I think it's probably a committee back type of option. I don't see him being a lead back anywhere. Evan Hall is the Northwestern back, extremely productive. And then you look at the 55 receptions from last year, and then you turn it on, you say, well, he can catch the ball, but it's not, it's not the Jameer. No, I'm not, I don't want to compare Jameer Gibbs, but it's not even Tajay Spears who can run, different yeah. routes like underneath routes Evans Hall runs on Dump the other offs. side of the offensive line and then he just turns around and he catches the ball in his gut and it's it's not 
I don't think there's a whole lot of skill there as far as pass catching as a third down back. And then Kenny McIntosh. So there are, he's really only got one year of, of work on film. And that's because Zamir White got picked in the fourth round and James Cook got picked in the third round last year. And he's kind of a mix of both of them. He's not as good of a pass catcher as James Cook, but he's better than like Evan Hall for sure. And then he's got the size, speed, and tangibles that Samir White had. So I, I like Kenny McIntosh. I think he's someone who could get picked. Probably, I think he could pick in like the third round, end of day two, if he had a pretty good uh, postseason here. It's all. It's always interesting with some of these running backs that are like at the big schools, Ohio State, Georgia, Texas. Like you know, um, there could be someone in front of them that is just awesome, and you cannot beat that guy out. And you might be pretty good. Yourself. I mean, who was it? Um, wasn't Matt Castle the one that was behind Matt Leinert at uh, USC mm-hmm. or he's behind someone? I can't yep. remember. Got drafted. No, you're um, right. Yeah. Uh, Got but, drafted but, yeah. as a seventh round pick, even though he never played. Started more games uh, as a pro than he did in, yeah. uh, in college because he's just behind one of the greats. And that was before the transfer portal and uh, all that stuff. And, you know, I don't know. Matt, I think Matt Leinert, Matt Castle probably had pretty comparable NFL careers. I mean, Leinert was a first round pick. So. Um, you know, uh, probably had a few more starts or whatever, but uh, Castle was around for a while in, in Kansas City. So um, that happens with the running backs too. Kenny McIntosh could definitely be one of those guys who's buried behind uh, all of these unbelievable backs at Georgia, and you only get one year to start. You're probably going to have a better pro career than a collegiate career, uh, like you said. What about uh, for the wideouts? Like we said, a lot of separation going on this week uh-huh. here. There's a lot of wideouts. They always invite a lot because teams want to see him. So the top guy is probably Rashi Rice. He's a borderline first round pick, second round guy, probably. Uh, Andre Yoshevis, I've mentioned before, want to see him. That's the Princeton receiver. Xavier Hutchinson's there. Trey Palmer, Tank Dell, Puka Nakua, Ronnie Bell. We've talked about those guys before. Guys we haven't talked about, I'll lump Darius Davis and Trey Tucker together. They are each very tiny, but they are each extremely fast. Darius Davis is 5'9", 168. He is the receiver on the other side of Quentin Johnston. And then Trey Tucker is Cincinnati, 5'9", 175. Another, both of them, I think, have more, more likely to make an impact on special teams as a punt returner or kick returner at the NFL level yeah. than a wide receiver. Uh, Jaden Reed is a Michigan State guy. He had played at Western Michigan, transferred to Michigan State. I had... I'm not a Jaden Reed guy. I never really liked, I don't like Jaden Reed's hands. I think he's a terrible hands, but maybe he goes out and he could be like a gadget guy. Like the Deontay has terrible hands. And he's yep. still a well, good, good he wide out. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, you know, my thing with Jaden Reed is uh, Michigan state had some terrible running backs oh, or uh, quarterback uh, quarterbacks. Play? Yeah. And they, all they did the year before this was give the ball to Ken Walker 50 times, you know? So, uh, Another guy that I think could potentially be a better pro, obviously, got to improve the hands because that's job number one. If you ain't going to improve the the hands, you might as well be a corner. Well, so. Let's talk about, you're talking about guys who could be better pros. How about the Stanford guys? Because both Stanford receivers are here. Michael Wilson looks like an NFL wide receiver. I mean, the he was a high recruit, wasn't yes, he? Four he or five was stars? Extremely high. And then Elijah Higgins. So the the senior bowl is listing Elijah Higgins at tight end. Now he's played receiver, but 6'3", 235, they listed him at a tight end. So we're going to see if he can be that Darren Waller type, the unconventional player, perhaps <laughs> Yeah, that becomes interesting for a fan. If he's going to be qualifying as a tight end and playing receiver right, for fantasy, that's interesting, right? Those are what we want Absolutely. guys who can catch passes. Yeah. He'll definitely that first year. And well, oh mean, yeah. Oh not yeah. Not to that... be insulting, but Yahoo will 100% have him at both. So mm-hmm. 
it just happens every single time. And he'll definitely have, even if, if he's going to try to do this transition, we talk about how hard it is for tight ends to make the transition from the college level to the NFL. If you're going to make a positional change and transition to tight end, it is going to be a long process for Elijah Higgins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unless you're used in a specific role like Isaiah likely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go, go to Baltimore, you know, get drafted. That's what you want. You want to get drafted by Baltimore. A couple other ones, Jonathan Mingo. That's the next Ohio or Ole Miss wide receiver. Dontavian Wicks was amazing in 2021. And then Virginia switched offensive coordinators and all of it kind of fell apart. Now he gets, I think in 2021, he averaged 20 yards a catch, but he also has some hands concerns. And then Charlie Jones, great special teams player transferred a few times. And then he finally had a extremely productive year here with Purdue this past season. Grant DeBose as of an hour ago is, is in the senior bowl. I saw as about a last hour. That is oh. the man we talked about him a few times transfer portal back to Charlotte. And then the next day decided to go to the NFL. And now I see that he is in the senior bowl. So yeah, a lot of receivers. I, I guess the one I want to see the most is probably Yoshevis just because once again, Princeton looking to see that bump up. That's what pushed Christian Watson last year. Yeah, there's um, yeah, th- there's so much here that could happen uh, going this way. I think, like you said, Rasheed Rice, probably the clear cut highest here, mm-hmm. but these guys, you, you got to separate yourself because there's a lot of wide receivers every year there's going to be wide receivers coming out and they're all pretty good. So you have to have a way to separate yourself. This is, you know, it goes back to the high school level where guys start. You, the most athletic guy is your quarterback. The big athletic guys are usually your edge rushers. And then the other big athletic guys that can catch are your wideouts. And, you know, the, the small, fast guys are corners like, uh, you know, corners uh, get, get the, the, the last. So, mm-hmm. you know, got to separate yourself. You got to, you got to make some waves here. If you're going to go in as a wide receiver, otherwise, you know, if you perform bad at these, a lot of these teams are going to be like, what do you think about playing corner? You ever think about that? And uh, you know, once you get there, yeah, that it's tough. The Dwayne to Eskridge, the, the yeah. Dwayne Eskridge approach, the reverse Dwayne Eskridge, his was a corner to a receiver. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. The other way. Exactly. That's well, that's what the first thing they want to do with quarterbacks that uh, they don't think can throw is they want to make them a safety. Remember Scott Frost got drafted as the safety by the Rams after winning the Heisman as a triple option quarterback in Nebraska. I mean, we're talking about sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like building grid scale solar energy in ohio and Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Sure, absolutely, yeah, so... Um, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting, but yeah, you got to make some noise. I'm interested in the tight end because, like you said, the tight end class kind of weak, you know, after the top two. It's, and then, it's, 
it's a couple of top there's there's a there's a tier like there's a, a very high tier and then there's a next tier and we, we could have got two of them but Dalton Kincaid's injured so Dalton Kincaid is on the roster I don't think he's gonna play and then Luke Musgrave we mentioned him before I, I think he's gonna have a pretty good week that's he Dalton Kincaid can solidify themselves as that middle tier and then Josh Wiley, Davis Allen, Cameron Matsu, that's an Alabama guy. Will Mallory, I like Will Mallory. He yeah. just decided to go. His was, he was one of those like players that had the. Can decide later, in February yes, or whatever. Yeah, the later time. Yeah. And he just officially declared, I kind of like Will Mallory. And Braden Willis, he plays this weird hybrid tight end fullback running back role at Oklahoma that we've seen be effective at the NFL. Like that's not all that different than what Trey Sherman did. Yeah. So we can see him, and then Payne Durham, very productive tight end at Purdue. Hunter Lepke, that's the fullback. I mentioned him before. I think the only fullback we've ever talked about on here from North Dakota State, but once again, more of a Chris Cooley, like talk about showing my age, Chris Cooley um, (laughs) option as far as pass catcher, but he's also injured, so I don't think we're going to get to see him either. Uh, How about on the defensive side? So the best player that we, I think, I don't know if I would say the best player, but the most likely player to get drafted high is Tyree Wilson, but he's also injured. I'm not sure he's going to play. He's still on the roster. After that, it's Devin Witherspoon. The last two weeks, the hype of Devin Witherspoon, we, we talked about Devin Witherspoon with corners, and I said, I think he's probably going to go in first round. Now I'm seeing him like top 10 on a lot of these things. I so, know. And I, I love it. Like, I think he's really good. We talked about how aggressive and physical he is. And so he is still on the roster. We'll see if he plays. I think I th- that's one of those things where he sees same thing with Will Levis. Like you see where you're going in mocks and you go, well, I can only move myself down. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Will Levis is going in the top 10. So why even bother, you know, doing this? You can only make yourself look bad. I think Devin Witherspoon might, might be, uh, you know, taking a bite of that same apple. You know, uh, I'm going in the top is, 10 in mocks. I know I'm going in the first at least. So why even bother? Yeah, with this? he's a, he's starting to look very much solidified in the top half. And we've talked about the corners. I think he is right in that Christian Gonzalez, Joey Porter Jr., Devin Witherspoon. I think it's going to be a pick your poison. What do you want out of those three at this point? Because Devin Witherspoon's tape is way better than those two. He just is probably three inches shorter than those guys. But yeah, hey, if we see Jair Alexander, right? That's that's who you can get out of Devin Witherspoon. You could get Jair Alexander, the short guy who's in someone's face. How about the uh, best interview from the playoffs too, or, or from the season was Jair Alexander talking about picking off the ball in front of Tyreek Hill. Well, if you guys have not caught that, uh, go find it. It is, it is awesome. Go watch it. it. Uh, other defensive players at the senior bowl, Isaiah land. He is a pass register from Florida A&M. He'll be a fun one to see Dylan Horton. We saw at TCU Derek Hall's an Auburn pass rusher. Isaiah Foskey is had multiple 10 sack seasons at Notre Dame. Andre Carter, we talked about, he is the one that the law was rewritten for. So we could go to the NFL draft <laughs> out of, out of army. Ivan Pace is a linebacker out of Cincinnati. Sidney Brown is Chase Brown's twin. Uh, they both go to Illinois. Sidney Brown is the safety chase Brown, the running back. And then my guys, Jamie Robinson. I'm, I'm a big fan, man. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's your guy. You, you're gonna my guy. Be, I'll take uh, that one. The Jamie Robinson uh, guy for sure. I like Foskey here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carter could be good. Yeah, separation. That's what we're looking for. Who is impressing the most? Who was it? It was Jermaine Johnson that uh, made the big boost last year. I mean, he was like a, you know, borderline day two, day three guy coming into the the senior bowl. And he was, it was like after one practice, he was a second round pick. And then, after that, it was this guy's going to go in the first round. He's going to go with these top edge rushers like Walker and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, let's ratchet it back a little bit 
And he ended up going, I believe, in the 20s. The Jets traded up uh, to get him. So, um, you know, those stories, uh, that is going to happen this year for someone. It may not be an edge rusher, but, but it's definitely going to happen for someone uh, at the Senior Bowl. Shrine Bowl rosters, um, I, don't, I feel like these guys are a little more interesting only because, you know, everyone at the, the Senior Bowl, I think, is getting drafted. It doesn't happen, but most of them, we would say these guys are borderline guys, but we've seen some of these two. Kyle Phillips got himself drafted uh, from this whole practice and everything, uh, the game last year as well. So guys can move themselves up. So uh, let's start with quarterbacks again. Who are you excited to see out of this bunch? I suppose Dorian Thompson Robinson out of this bunch. <laughs> I am not an, I said before, I'm not an Aiden O'Connell guy. I think he's very erratic with his accuracy. And then yeah. Tanner Morgan at, Minnesota. I've seen enough Tanner Morgan over the years. I don't think there's a lot more. Tim DeMora, he was at the Hula Bowl. He is playing again in this game. That's the Fordham quarterback. He is more interesting to me than Tanner Morgan or Tommy DeVito from Illinois. It's, I mean, I'm surprised. Tommy I know DeVito, Malik. You can just cross off this list. He needs I, exactly. some positions. So, yeah. Malik Cunningham's playing this week at the NFL PA Bowl. I'm surprised they did not get Malik Cunningham for the Shrine game. Yeah. Well, what are they doing? He would be at least fun. Like, you'd, I'd much rather watch Malik Cunningham than for watch sure. Tommy DeVito. Yeah, yeah. I mean, DTR, like you said, is mm-hmm. the guy to watch. That that's the guy that can probably uh move himself up and, and become a for sure draftable player. But I mean, it also would not be shocking to see him move himself down. So he's got a lot riding on this process this week. So uh gonna be most interesting from him. I like all these running backs, CK. There's uh, so th- many they're all backs, fun man. ones. So uh which ones are we you looking forward to the most? I there's three, I guess I will, will mention Xavier Valadez there. He transferred to Arizona state this year. He's good. Tavian Thomas is a bruiser. Daenerys Prince is there, but the, the three I'm most interested to see are Jordan Mims, the Fresno state guy. We saw Ronnie rivers. I don't remember if he got drafted or if he was an undrafted free agent, UDFA. but yeah, UDFA, but it's the same type of skill set, right? Sure. Like coming out Absolutely. of Fresno state can run the ball, can catch the ball. Can he offer some third down versatility? Yeah, I think so. Travis die. Went to Oregon, transferred to USC this past year. He is coming off of a, I think it's an ankle injury, pretty major injury. We haven't seen him for a while. So it sounds like he actually thinks he's going to play in this game. So that would be good just to see him healthy again. And then I'm we surprised talked- by that because that was a recent injury yeah. and surgery. So uh, th- that uh, he's going to he's gonna show a lot just by practicing and showing up to play. So That'd be uh, good to definitely see one of the guys uh, that I like here. One guy that we've seen a lot of, though, is Mo Ibrahim. We've yeah. talked about how many carries he's gotten. I was... I mean, I think we know what we get out of Ibrahim. We've seen all the carries out of him, but he'll show up. And if he shows a little more speed, maybe he gets picked a little earlier than we think. It's and- all going to be his 40 time. That That's what yep. everything is writing on for Mo Ibrahim. If he, if he runs a good 40 time at his size, he's going in the third round. If he runs a mediocre 40 time, he's going in the six. If he runs a bad one, he ain't getting drafted. That's mm-hmm. like what it is for Mo Ibrahim, which is crazy. I, I really like him, but. He's got a lot riding on that 40 time because of that Achilles injury he had. I'm going to mention a fullback again. You're going to say why. So <laughs> Derek Parrish is listed as a fullback. Derek Parrish has never played on the offensive side of the ball as far as I'm. I've never seen him play. He plays defensive end for Houston, and they have him listed as a fullback. So that's the other thing you see out of these bowl games mm-hmm. is, was it, um who was the Whitewater offensive lineman who got drafted? Uh, Quinn Miners a few years ago, right? This is yeah. the first time we saw him try to play center. It was one of these special games. And so sometimes we see these guys who are going to get drafted at a different position. And that's what it sounds like they're doing here. They're going to say, can you play fullback and block? Because it was, uh, was Armani Rogers last year. Tight end, uh, yeah. 
who moved to tight end. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, you know, you just know you're going to have to, if you want to stay at the, the if you want to move up to the next level, you can't stay at that position. So, um, you know, interesting. Anquan Bolden, I remember him uh, playing quarterback. quarterback. Uh, he played quarterback in the bowl game after I think he went to Florida state as a quarterback moved to whiteout. And then it was like two guys got suspended. Another guy got hurt or whatever. And they were down to emergency quarterback and he played it in the bowl game and then got drafted in uh, I think in the late first round. Uh, by, by he was early. He was awesome. Yeah, It might've been a second, but yeah, it was very early. So uh, yeah. Out- outstanding stuff here. These wide receivers. I mean, there's some what good the ones. Hell? What the hell is a flowers doing at the shrine game? That's what I want to know. That guy needs to be that at is, the senior bowl. Yeah. That is their biggest get in this group for sure. Uh, probably the entire shrine game is going to be Zay flowers. I was surprised. I think everybody <laughs> was surprised that he went there once again, borderline first round pick there. I think if he really yeah. shows up and does what we think he can do, he could get in the first round, the back end of it. After that, A.T. Perry's there. A.T. Perry, extremely productive. And then at his size, you just think about, okay, well, how if he's fast enough, can he separate? Because at that size, I mean, there's some fun things you can do with a player like that. Same thing with Jadon Hazel or Jaden Hazelwood, who transferred from Oklahoma, where he was the number one, he was the number one recruit overall in the country before transferring to Arkansas. We talked about Michael Jefferson. He's also 6'4". They have some huge receivers here. So some of these guys, I have to admit, I did not watch because I have not seen Shaq Davis at South Carolina State. So, but once again, I can look at the depth chart and say 6'5", Jadakiss Bonds at Hampton, 6'4". There are some big, tall, wide receivers here. Actually, like Antoine Green at North Carolina. He's, he kind of reminds me of Di- Diami Brown, who went to North Carolina not that long ago, got picked in the fourth round. There are some tall, wide receivers on top of Zay Flowers here. They're going to make some cornerbacks today's nightmares here mm-hmm. for sure, especially the, the shorter guys uh, that are just going to have to go up against the tall guys. But it, it, here. It, it's it's going to be it's going to be a good way for those guys to separate themselves, though. The, the smaller guys. So if you can you can hang with a 6'4 guy, 6'5, even if they're slow, uh, just to So, uh, how about the tight ends? Who's the tight ends? I think there's two that we should remember fancy. So, the ones that are there, Leonard Taylor, Blake Whitehart, Daniel Parker, Joel Wilson, Princeton Fant, Thomas Greeny, and then the two that I want to really watch, Luke Schoonmaker. So, that's a Michigan tight end. Very highly recruited. And a lot of these Michigan, we talk about it with the pass catchers, but the tight ends too, right? They just run such a run-heavy offense that we don't see what they have to offer. And it's kind of like Jeremy Ruckert last year. Ohio State didn't really feature him as a pass catcher. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old... In this league. Talk about www.w.com, you made you go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Uh, I don't know what you're saying, but that, that's what's going on, yeah. 
uh, he looked on film or whatever. And they were all surprised. And then the numbers that he put up at the combine were eye-popping. And I think his relative athletic score, RAS, which is a big thing that they use in the NFL, was like, you know, up in the, the 99 percentile. It was unbelievable. So uh, which game was he in? Did you find it? He was it? in the Shrine Bowl along with Chigakonkwo, who we also saw had a first game. Both yeah. of them had a great opposite, seasons, right? Opposite of Woods, a Jig, tiny, great at catching the ball, very fast. We knew that. No size, probably not a blocker, but yeah, Jelani. Valuable for fantasy, both of them, right? Along Absolutely. with, you mentioned Isaiah Likely. All those guys were day three picks, I think. And yeah. all of them, even as rookies, showed something to get me. Daniel Bellinger was, I think, in the Shrine game last year. So this is a big tight end game, right? Like, yeah, see what you got Bellinger was a Bellinger was a guy that I thought, uh, well, here's a blocker. And then I watched this film and I was like, why are they not throwing this guy the ball more? He's open all the time. He's got great hands, but uh, didn't College go to waste with the Giants. So yeah. uh, good, good thing for that. I mean, and he had that nasty eye injury this year, too. Like he yeah. had a weird rookie season. Uh, but uh, how about on the defensive side? And I do appreciate this. Uh, CK put both my Longhorns on here. So thank you. They're good. For that. I like them, man. Keandre Coburn good. and yeah. Moro Ojomo. Yeah, I think they're both like if you get, I think if they go out and they do specifically Coburn, I think if he, if he can show a little more pass rush ability, I think he could be a day two guy at this yeah. point. Ojomo, I'm not sure. He's probably undersized enough at playing at the interior that he's probably a day three guy for a rotational pass rusher. Kobe Turner is a great pass rushing option. He's probably a day two guy too. Brenton Cox at Florida could be a day two guy. Habakkuk Baldonado, another pass rusher. Muhammad Diabite, we mentioned before, he transferred to Utah. It's a linebacker, one of the better linebackers. Trevius Hodges Tomlinson, I said, if he was six foot tall, he'd be right up there with Devin Witherspoon, yeah. I think. But he's even, I said, I think he's 5'8". He is very tiny, but he's very good. I think he won the, is it Jim Thorpe Award that goes to the college, yeah. the mm-hmm. collegiate's best cornerback? I think he won that this past year, but at five eight, you got to prove, it. and he's going to get a chance. We just went over how tall the receivers are, so we'll yeah. see if he can do it. Yeah, it's a chance. It yeah. may not be a good chance for you going up against all those giants. That's right. But uh, you have an opportunity here. So, yeah, looking forward to both of these games, and really the practice notes uh, leading up to the games are, are the big things here, and what evaluators are saying. And there's going to be just a glut of people. Uh, interviewing all these guys and all kinds of different outlets. So uh going to be a fun week this week, uh, reading all the notes and everything. And um, if you're in the NFL draft war room, group me room, I'm sure CK is going to be dropping us notes all the time oh, in, yeah. in there. Yeah. He already Absolutely. drops. Get, you you drop the, the box and everything. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's, it's a lot of fun uh, to stay on top of this stuff. Um, you ready to go look at some team needs here? Let's do it. All right. So, uh, you guys um, that have been here before know that I put together a big sheet with the team needs, the roster, the cap breakdown, all that stuff. I mean, over the cap does Tons an outstanding job. Awesome yeah. job. Awesome job by you, though. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, man. It's uh, it is a lot of work. So uh, I started this process uh, earlier this week. I got so much stuff to do. Uh, but I, I started this uh, process this week uh, doing the team needs. And what I did was I kind of I looked at. Who is going to be the free agents? How much cap space these teams have? Um, and I broke it down by position for every team. And then I went over, uh, you know, every position to see if they needed or didn't need things. And then um, listed their team needs uh, as I, I went through it. So let's start out uh, in the NFC East with the Dallas Cowboys, because we're going alphabetical here. Uh, how about them Cowboys? Um, uh, you know, unfortunately, the season ended for them. Uh, last week against the Niners, 
They are slightly over the cap with 41 players on the active roster right now. This is one thing I'll say. A lot of people get very concerned about the cap. And CK and I have said this for a while now. The cap is a joke. You, you, you'll be able to, you can get stuck. I mean, the Saints have been stuck for a little bit. You can get stuck with it if you screw around with it too much. But most teams have a plan in place. They have a capologist, you know, whatever they call it. Omar Khan, the, the Steelers general manager, started his NFL career as a cap guy and contract guy to try to, you know, find ways to finagle things, to uh, do things. A lot of the times they take a base salary. They, you know, give Pro- all of it as a bonus as much as they can. Void as years now. This is a new year. thing. Void they, years now. Push them yeah, out. So weird, the void years and how that stuff works. So, uh, like I said, Over the Cap does a great job. Uh, if you guys want to check out that stuff, uh, they have um, they do great work over there. So, uh, Spotrack, probably doing a little too many sports uh, over the cap, only uh, the NFL. So, uh, they do a fantastic job. But uh, going down the list by position here for the Cowboys, uh, quarterback, they need a backup to Dak. Um, Cooper Rush is gone. I'm not sure who it's going to be. They have Will Greer on the roster. They got to figure something out there. So back up to Dak. It's probably just bringing back Cooper Rush, to be honest, because he did a good job filling in for him. But that's a situation they have to figure out. Running back is the weirdest situation for them because Tony Pollard is gone. There's talks about them maybe franchising him, but we talked about before. You don't necessarily want to franchise a running back. Um, we're talking PFF grades. Tony Pollard was three of 60. Number three, third best back in the league overall, according to PFF. Um, you know, Zeke was 42. And like I said before, when you cut Zeke, you save 4.8 million, but you lose 11.8. That's dead money that you can't do anything with. So it doesn't seem really worth it to cut Zeke right, right now. Um, especially if you're going to use him as, you know, your dirty work guy, if you're bringing back Tony Pollard, or if you're bringing in, you know, if you let Pollard walk, you take Bijan early or something. Uh, you know, Zeke is probably still going to be the guy and they're going to make Bijan earn it, but he will. There'll be three games, you know, but but he absolutely will. But uh, running back is a big position of concern for the Cowboys, CK. Oh, yeah. I, I do not think they're going to cut Zeke just because of that dead cat money. I don't think they're yeah. going to cut Zeke, but I also don't know. Tony Pollard is not going to give this team a hometown discount either. It is not going to happen. He wants Christian McCaffrey gets about 60 million a year. I don't know if he'll get that number, but... At 12 million plus, that's what Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, that's what Nick Chubb's getting. I think he can ask pretty easily for that number at this point. And I think some teams, whether it's the Cowboys or some other team, will be willing to give him that number. The projected franchise take cost, I was able to find on over the cap, it's about 10 million for a, for a running back for one year. I think he would play on it because, like, when we talk about Lamar, if he got the franchise take, I don't think Lamar's touching that. If they gave him that franchise take, I don't think Lamar's going to play on that at all. So Tony Pollard might play on that, but. I don't I don't think they want to give him the franchise tag either. Yeah, it it would it's um I think it it would be a little foolish to mm-hmm. do that. So, um you know, we'll see what they end up doing there. Uh moving down the list for the Cowboys, uh who's the number 2 wide receiver behind Lamb? Are we sticking with Gallup? Uh because he's coming off the injury. Maybe it's him they drafted Tolbert last year. We both like Tolbert. Uh I love Tolbert. Uh, I don't know if you were as high as I was on him, but um didn't seem to work out. I mean, the guy couldn't get on the field over Noah Brown. So uh, are we sticking with Gallup? Are we drafting someone else? You know, uh, who uh, they had, um, who was the other wide receiver that they had when they drafted uh, CD? They Amari had Cooper. 
Yeah, they had Amari Cooper Amari and CeeDee Lamb. So they, they are not afraid to spend a high pick on a wideout. Oh, I've got their guy right here. I know who he's going to be. Jerry Jones is going to be watching film. He loves the SEC. He's going to see Kayshawn Butte for LSU. And I think that's a pretty good fit, actually. That's it the one that I think fit. picked 27, Kayshawn Butte to the Cowboys. Ooh, that's a good pick. I like that. Um, at tight end, it's do you pay Schultz? Uh, Schultz had a, particularly a big playoffs as well. Had a pretty good season. Uh, but Jake Ferguson played pretty well uh, in replacement of him. Um, they also have, um, who's the other guy in the roster? Peyton Hendershot. Peyton Hendershot was good. Sean McKeon, they like as well. So they have a, a decent amount there. So uh, it's, do you pay Schultz? Do you let him walk? I think they let him walk. I think they draft a replacement or sign a replacement that's a little cheaper than him because someone's going to pay him probably too much money. Uh, you know, Pat and I went over, uh, Schultz. Schultz is uh, very regular athletically. He's very smart. He gets open. Uh, so I'm not trying to knock him there, but uh, you know, the smart guys don't tend to last as long as the the pure talent, uh, the pure athletic guys. Well, he's another so, one though. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets 10, 12 Hunter Henry, I think got 12 million last year. If Hunter Henry is getting 12 million, Dalton Schultz is getting more than that. I think, I don't know why he wouldn't. And I, I think that Jake Ferguson showed enough. And you mentioned Peyton Hendershot. Could they just go with one of those guys and bring in, I think Tyler Higby or someone like that is a free sure. agent for a little cheaper and go with that. That that seems more likely to me than paying Dalton Schultz a big amount of money. I think so as well. On the O-line, it's are we sticking with Biotish at center? Uh, he didn't grade out very well, um, and it was bad. I know a lot of Cowboy fans don't like him, so we'll see what ends up happening with the center spot. They got to replace Connor McGovern uh, uh, at right guard. He is a UFA, but he needs to be replaced anyway. He was bad this year. And can Tyler Smith stick full time? If so, what happens to the right tackle spot? So um, right tackle they need as well. Obviously, Jason Peters uh, retiring there most likely. I mean, I don't think he's going to play uh, over 40, but you have, you know, um, on the interior, Biotish uh, was 26 of 38 centers graded. Zach Martin is your good guard. You got to replace McGovern. Uh, Smith, if he is he good enough to stick? Uh, Tyler Smith and Tyron Smith. Um, if not, you got to get another guard. How lucky uh, are they that they found Tyler Smith where they got yeah. him? Because when he stepped up, like, I mean, he looked pretty good down the stretch. If they didn't find Tyler Smith, it could have been a disaster on that line at times. It really could have. So, and, and look, the, the line was the weakness. That's why they got mm -hmm. beat by the Niners. So I don't think that Jerry Jones is going to forget that. That is going to be high on the priority list on the interior of the defensive line. Odigazua is solid. Golston uh, was good, but rotational. So they probably just need a little depth along the line. Uh, Ed Rusher is one of the best groups in the league. They don't need anything there. Uh, linebacker is a big need. Top two uh, top two in terms of snaps are gone and LVE and Barr. Um, so are we giving these spots to Damone Clark and Jabril Cox, who they drafted and spent some capital on and can fill in? Uh, like These guys are decent linebackers, so we'll see what happens with that spot uh, if they decide to sign someone or use a draft pick on it. A corner digs on one side, Bland and Joseph kind of switch off on that slot role, but Anthony Brown is gone and needs to be replaced. Either need to re-sign him or bring in another boundary corner, uh, which was probably what they'll end up doing. And then at safety, I mean, I think the, the class for safety we talked about at CK is weak. Uh, the free agent class I don't think is that good either. And it, even if it is good, they're going to be snapped up real fast because the, the draft is bad. So I think just re-sign Donovan Wilson needs to be a priority for them. And then, you know, 
Uh, <laughs> I love that line. The, the I love kicker. your special teams line, dude. Yeah, no long, so uh, long snapper on the roster, and the complete meltdown in the playoffs means Mara is probably gone. Like, you can't miss that many extra points and be expected. Now he started kicking field goals in the game against the Niners and making them. So maybe Under it was TVs. a blip on the radar. Maybe they want to stick with him, but I don't think so. Under TVs, Bogman has kicker that can make extra point. It's just so yeah. golden. I love it. <laughs> yeah, uh, needs. So uh, my number one is find a way to keep Tony Pollard. I uh, don't know if they're going to do that. So we'll see. Uh, that would be my number one priority if I was them. Uh, offensive line is to re-sign uh, Donovan Wilson, linebacker, interior uh, defensive line depth, boundary corner, and then a kicker that can make an extra point, as CK said. Uh, they have um, they are missing a six-round pick, but they got everything else. They got their one, two, three, four, five, and seven. So uh, they are fine in terms of picks. Moving over to the Giants, currently 43 players on the roster, but they have 42.8 million in cap space here. Uh, but that is because they don't have a starting quarterback on the roster after uh, free agency starts or a running back, a starting running back because uh, Saquon is gone. And so are, so is Danny Dimes, both unrestricted free agents. So um, let's start here, CK. Dimes, you franchise him? I would love to lock him up for about three years would be my goal. Could I get him for three years and 90 million? Probably now I would think somewhere's in that range. I think you're probably looking at 30 million a year for him. The franchise tag for a quarterback. The projection is 32. I'd rather see if I could get him to take a little bit of a longer term deal, but sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 investments like acquiring america's largest biogas producer archaea energy and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's in this league. Be excellent, Judy. In this league. Party on, dudes! Um, uh, as far as cornerback goes, Fuller is good, but they could use a full-time slot. McCain a split between slot and free safety and another boundary corner. Can ben, Benjamin St. You say St. Just, however you say his name. I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> he's not good. So you no. need it. You need another, uh, boundary corner. You probably need a full-time slot instead of screwing around with Bobby McCain and keep moving him around. And then, um, I thought curl and Forrest were a solid combo. I think they're good there. They're set on special teams. So for me, I've got quarterback is number one. Just figure out what you're doing with it. Uh, drawn pain replacement, because I don't think they're going to pay him because they only have 3.8 in cap space. Interior offensive line to compete with Rouye and Chris Paul. Linebacker, boundary corner, and something at tight end. So that is my needs for Washington. So I have um, at Washington at pick 16 right now, I have them taking Joey Porter Jr. right in front of the Steelers. Yeah, and getting that you mentioned boundary corner. I think you put him on the outside right there and replace Benjamin St. Juiced and that hey, you got to start somewhere. And so you yeah. mentioned it. If you got that pass rush that they're getting out of Chase Young, get some sticky corners, get a few turnovers. That's that's a good way to start to kickstart your offense. Get some turnovers in there too. 
Yeah, it, it would be a shame if you're getting those turnovers and then you're handing the ball over to Sam Howell and he <sighs> can't do anything. So yeah. that's why my uh, look, Sam Howell might be good. Uh, I think he is right handed Tim Tebow uh, with a better arm. So Tim Tebow, had, he did some good stuff in the NFL. He beat the Steelers in the playoffs. So uh, it wasn't all bad for him. Of course, it did end up in a flaming disaster and he had to go to baseball, but there were good moments in there. So uh, I don't know that Sal, uh, Sam Howell is the permanent answer but he could be the answer right now so um that is everything for the nfc east are we doing nfc north next week let's do I it i believe it is nfc north Works yeah for me. nfc north senior bowl shrine bowl or shrine game player practice notes we'll have oh, some man. of that stuff to talk about it's be a long an exciting time week. here right now dude yeah <laughs> it's the exciting the, time the nfl never sleeps there's always right. something going on so uh, we will absolutely have more coverage for you guys. And remember, follow us on Twitter at Bogman Sports for myself at C-O-P-I-E-P-S, Co-Peeps for C-K. And that's going to wrap it up for us today. We will see you guys next week. Enjoy the Shrine game. Enjoy the Senior Bowl. We'll see you, see you then. Take it easy. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.